Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to a new episode and new season of the Osberg Lounge. We are your hosts. I am Thomas Engle, and with me, as always, in chair number two, Randy Dobbins. Hello. Um, it's been a minute. Um, a lot of life changes have happened in both Randy's life and mine. Um, and we're finally uh, able to start this new season of the Iceberg Lounge. And no better way to start it than to talk about the 2023 Royal Rumble. Um, so let's get into it. All right, so the first match was they they started out no pre-show matches. Uh, there was only five matches on the card. Um, the first match was the thirty-man uh, Royal Rumble match, um, which was good. Uh, it went for one hour eleven minutes and forty-two seconds. Um, it didn't- and- feel as long to me because it kept like it kept moving yeah the first two to come out was Gunther and Sheamus um now when it comes to Gunther um he's set a new record in this rumble uh for longest time spent in the actual match um was it just in the match in general or like as number one lasted in the match. No, in the match general. Okay. Um, the previous record was Rey Mysterio at one hour, two minutes and 15 seconds. And that was in the 2006 Royal Rumble. Um, Gunther beat his by a little over nine minutes. Gunther was in there for one hour, 11 minutes and 40 seconds. Um so in the in this match, um, not many surprises. I say there there were three surprises, um, but going going down with Rey Mysterio was actually in the match, um, sort of. Uh, he came out at number seventeen, but he never entered the match. But his interest music was played. But, so now it makes sense why then number 18 was Dominic and he came out with his mask, presumably showing that either Dominic or the whole Judgment Day took out Rey Mysterio and took his mask before he could enter at number 17. Um, so technically he, he wasn't eliminated from the Rumble. It was just unable to compete. So there was only really 29 people in this year's Rumble. Um, then the only... The first the first surprise was Booker T coming in at 21. Which was... Uh, we were both, I feel like, shocked that he showed up. Exactly. And he was eliminated in 42 seconds. So he, he was not even in there for a minute. Um, up next, at number 24, with another kind of surprise entry, was Edge, which, Randy, you uh, called. Yeah, I before the Rumble, we were both talking about who we thought was going to enter, 
or who could be like a surprise. And I said, you know what? I'm calling it. Edge is going to be in the Rumble. And and he was. Um, and he was he was in there for a minute and four seconds. So not not big of an impact. Um, then uh, you were wearing an Austin Theory shirt last night. I, I was not. I was wearing an Austin Stone Cold Steve Austin shirt. It, it's it's okay. Everyone who was who was at the viewing party saw you were you were wearing an Austin shirt. Um, I will I will say that. Coming in at number twenty nine which was a big surprise, was Logan Paul. Um, he was supposed to be injured, um, like straight up injured before this, and so no one was expecting him to come in. Um, he had this insane spot with Ricochet, um, who came in at 28. They both did a um, – uh, man – they both jump over over the ropes in the air at each other. Yeah, double crossbody each other in the air, and a springboard like double crossbody. It was an insane. Because you were like, like hugging each other, like on the arms, and like oh yeah, to make sure we're we're really seeing what we just saw. Exactly, and then at this point in the match, we could clearly see. Um, The Rock wasn't coming out. Austin wasn't coming out. Uh, There was even a hint that possibly New Japan star Jay White was going to be in the Rumble. That didn't happen. Um, But by the time Logan Paul did come out, we already knew who 30 was. It was the American Nightmare Cody Rhodes. Which I didn't think Logan Paul was. That was a... Say that again, man. You you kind of breaking up. I said, uh, Logan Paul, I didn't expect him to be in there, so it was kind of a shock to me. Yeah. Um, and so, Cody Rhodes came in, um, and I think at the end of it, it was Logan Paul, Cody Rhodes, and Gunther. Uh, Logan Paul gets eliminated. And then it's just Cody and Gunther. Cody gets the win. Um, and he has his ticket punch to WrestleMania to face whoever the undisputed Universal Champion is at the time. Which he, right right now it would be Cody Rhodes versus Roman Reigns. He punched his ticket to WrestleMania, but without in without re uh really re injuring his pectoral muscle. Yeah, um, but Gunther during that whole match was uh, really focusing on that that injured uh, peck to the point to where it it looked like it was re-bruising, which was kind of worrisome. Um, but yeah, Cody Rhodes wins. Is uh, going to WrestleMania main event. Um, up next uh, was another interesting match. It, for the first time ever, we had a Mountain Dew Pitch Black match uh, that was not an ad. Um, so uh, we're just going to call it a Pitch Black match. Uh, Mountain Dew, if you want to hit us up and sponsor us, then we will say the full name. Um, it was Bray Wyatt versus L.A. Knight. 
Uh, this both of us really didn't know what to expect from this match or what it how it would look. Exactly. This match only lasted five minutes and five seconds. Um, and and what what happened was it was under UV light, which was interesting because um, LA Knight had certain type of trunks that that glue or not glue that glowed. Um, and then Bray Wyatt himself had like a whole like paint scheme in UV light on his face. Um, quick match, very quick. Um, this was Bray Wyatt's first match back, back. Um, so he's been back for well, since Survivor Series, so since November, and this is his first match. It seems like he's been been back longer than that. Um I don't I don't know if that um is a good thing or bad thing. Um because a lot of people were getting tired of him just coming to the ring and talking and then that's it. Yeah. Which I want to point out one commentary about Pat McAfee. Pat McAfee is a diamond in the commentary team. Um he he said one thing that in this match specifically. Yeah, he said, um, "I'm glad I checked my pants before the UV light came on." Obviously, that that's that's because of a certain uh, human liquid possibly staining his pants. Um, so <laughs> that was an interesting one, which he they they had a weird thing late later where they were talking about wizards and we finally figured out why they were talking about it. Um that was odd. But anyway, Bray Wyatt wins with the sister Abigail. Then all of a sudden he turns around in some mask. Um you couldn't really tell what the mask was. Too much because because of the lighting, but then they went over to this certain equipment area in the crowd, and on the box leading up was was kind of Bray Wyatt's symbol, and he ended up like laying L.A. Knight down on this area, and then all of a sudden, here comes Uncle Howdy from the top. And literally just jumped off into L.A. night. Fire went everywhere. And then in the background, here comes the Firefly Funhouse back to life again. Uh, it, it was it was a very interesting thing. And you made a, a great point last night, um, Randy, talking about how... Uncle Howdy and Bray could be the next Kane and Undertaker. Yes, because I mentioned, I keep seeing people say that, you know, and this has been said since the whole Finn character. Exactly. That Bracing the next Undertaker. And I keep seeing people recently say, well, if he's the next Taker, who's the next Kane? And I think legitimately, that 
Uncle Howdy can be the next Kane if they do it right. Exactly, which pretty much everyone sort of knows that Uncle Howdy is Bo Dallas, uh, which is Bray Wyatt's real-life brother. Now, I just want to say, hopefully, hopefully, a certain businessman doesn't come back and ruin this whole thing. Yeah, as as long as he stays away from creative, then we should be fine. We're not going to name names, but hopefully that certain businessman doesn't screw things up. A- a- exactly. Hopefully, hopefully he doesn't and lets uh, his son-in-law stay in creative because um, that's, that's been a drastic change for the better because uh, Triple H has been in creative. Yeah. Uh, so up next, we're at the midpoint of the pay-per-view. Uh, singles match for the Raw Women's Championship. We have Bianca Belair versus Alexa Bliss, who has been sort of having issues with Uncle Howdy herself. Um, this match was 7 minutes and 35 seconds long. And uh, before we start on her match... I feel like we need to mention that she kept saying before her match that, what was she saying? that uh, She was in control. Yeah, she was in control. Exactly. I feel like we need to mention that. And the match seemed quick to me. Um, sort of like the Bray Wyatt match, which I can understand considering you have two matches that more than likely are going to be over an hour long. Both of them are the Rumble. And then you have your main event. Um, but I felt like they at least could have both got to 10 minutes instead of Bray getting cut to five. And then Alexa being cut to a little over seven. Um, considering the story that's being told. Um, it Like I said, quick match. Bianca Belair... Hits the kiss of death. One, two, three. Bianca retains and is so far right now headed to WrestleMania as Raw Women's Champion. But then, after the match, everything starts going haywire and Uncle Howdy shows up. And uh, he basically says, do you feel in control um, basically saying, you say you're in control, but you know yourself you're not in control. And then we got a weird video while this is going on. Yeah, of of shots of when Alexa was basically Sister Abigail. Yeah. And so it seems that Uncle Howdy's trying to call Alexa back to the to the family and for her to embrace sister abigail again so that that's that's very interesting i i like that they put bray and alexa's match one after the other because really that that was a continuous story yes um which so so if you really think about it, it, they went for probably 12 minutes and, and 40 seconds if you put both matches together. 
Also, I want to throw just a theory out there. I think L.A. Knight is the pig character that's been showing up. Huskus? Yes. I think L.A. Knight's the... I think L.A. Knight's Huskus. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see where L.A. Knight goes from here. Because um, everyone knew that Bray was probably going to win. Because, I mean, this is kind of his match. So... Maybe Uncle Howdy's not going to be done with L.A. Knight. Kind of like he's doing with Alexa and trying to bring him into the fold. Yes. All right. We're at the um, Women's Royal Rumble. Um, But first, before we get into that, we're going to take a break for our sponsor. And we're back. So... Up next is the 30-woman Royal Rumble match. Uh, the winner of this match gets to choose who they face. Um, the women's title is not undisputed like the men's. So, she, she will. whoever wins either gets a shot at Bianca Belair or Charlotte Flair at WrestleMania currently. Um, say that. Say that again. Mommy's the new GOAT. So, speak, speaking of Rhea, the first two people out, Rhea Ripley, Liv Morgan. Um, both of them um, came out, uh, one and two. Both of them stayed in for over an hour, which, it, which is, you know, kudos to them. This match... Um, one one thing that I do have a complaint about with this year's Rumbles is the the lack of surprises. The, the women had more surprises than the men. Um, I thought the women's ro- Royal Rumble match was better than the men's because of this. Um, like I said, you had your few stuff here and there, but no, like, shocking, too shocking people. Uh, but I also think that was because we put high expectations on Austin or The Rock to be there. Yeah, I feel like that's, the, the, not only that, but I also feel like everybody was thinking Sammy was going to be in there and win. And see, I will say this. They were smart not to put Sammy in there. Yeah. Because if you would have put Sammy in there and he did not win, whoever won would have been hated. Same thing with Rhea not winning. Exactly. I said that on the TikTok we recorded um, that if Rhea doesn't win, then, I mean, it just pointed to her having to win. Oh, yeah. It just made sense. Um, Some interesting people that were in the Rumble. uh, You had NXT Women's Champion Roxanne Perez in there. You had uh, NXT uh, member Zoe Stark. You had free agent Chelsea Green, who most wrestling fans will know, is the wife of Matt Cardona, a.k.a. Zack Ryder. Um, 
which she lasted in the rumble for five seconds. Mm. Five seconds. Easy check, easy check. Um, up next with a surprise entry was Michelle McCool. Uh, that was simply because she was sitting in the crowd with her kids. Um, they showed her earlier sitting there with her kids. Obviously, Michelle McCool is Undertaker's wife. Um, we, we were both sitting there like, oh, yeah, that's that's Taker's wife. And we're like, oh, okay, go. Cool. wonder what she's doing there. Yeah, like, because like, she was talking about on social media how she wasn't in there. Um, but we were both also like, well, they live in Texas, so it's not that surprising that they're there. Exactly. Um, then all of a sudden, music hits. She's in the rumble. Uh, she lasted 13 minutes and 53 seconds. Um, she still can go. To me, she could come back and be women's champion. Um, but I don't think she wants to. She has two kids with, with Taker. I think she's just liking that. Um, up next was Indy Hartwell from NXT. By the way, the women's division is chock full of people from Oceania. Oh, yeah. Like, um, we were talking about that last night. So many people from the Oceanic region of the world. Rhea, Indy, um, who else? Uh, let me, Rhea, you had Emma, um, Dakota Kai, uh, let's see, Tegan Knox, uh, let's see, then you had Indy Hartwell herself, um, like, at this point, I'm just like, let's make a mid-card intercontinental title for the women. Yeah. Um, cause you have a lot of, like, overseas female superstars just make an intercontinental women's belt. I think I think that would work. Uh, there's there's just one reason they couldn't do that for the men's. Oh, I I I'll hold the intercontinental championship. No, that that was that's that's Gunther. Gunther is the intercontinental champion for now. For now, if anything, you're the Twitter intercontinental champion. Yes, there you go. Um. The biggest surprise of the night was, to me, in the women's division, was number 30. It was Nia Jax, which Randy also called before the Rumble started. Yep. I, like I said, I called, I was two for two on my calls for the Rumble. Yeah, he said Edge and Nia Jax. Uh, I didn't even think about her. Then 30 hit. It was her. Because... Uh, we were talking about, you know, like our predictions for the uh, Rumble, like for our surprises. And I was like, Edge, and you're like, eh. Yeah, I was like, I don't, I don't know. Like, okay. maybe. Then I said, nah, Jackson, like. And see, here's the thing. Uh, to me, Edge was more of a chance than Nia Jax was. Yeah. Um, she came in, she only lasted a minute and 57 seconds because everyone teamed up and eliminated her. Um, Which, but then go ahead. No, you, you, you go ahead. And so, um, in the end, uh, it was between 
Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan, if I remember correct. Uh, and Os- and Oscar as well. Oscar uh, hit Liv with Blue Mist. Um, and then Rhea got Oscar out. And then Rhea eliminated Liv. With her feet. So now Rhea Ripley is punching her ticket, representing the Judgment Day. Main main eventing for the women to either face as of right now Bianca Belair or Charlotte. Um, a lot of people were thinking because Judgment Day is a raw faction that she's going to go for Bianca, but her and Charlotte do have past feuds, um, so it could go either way on this. But a cool record for Rhea Ripley. Uh, her new record was for the longest time spent in a women's Royal Rumble match at one hour, one minute, and eight seconds. The person who originally held that was Bianca Belair at 56 minutes and 52 seconds in the 2021 Royal Rumble. So congrats to Cody Rhodes and Rhea Ripley. Um very, very good choices for going into Mania. I want to throw a theory out there. Go ahead. I think, which we'll get into this later, I think that Naya is going to join the Bloodline. Yeah, we discussed this last night because, um, and we'll get to this in a second. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like, I will get to that. Yeah, that Tamina and Nia should join the Rumble. Uh, not the Rumble, but join the Bloodline. Um, and not only that, but I just realized something. Naomi didn't come back. Uh, Naomi didn't come back. She didn't, and everyone thought she was coming back. I don't know if there's still issues between her and the and the WWE. We obviously know that Shasha Banks a.k.a. now known as Mercedes Monet, is with New Japan. So, we're, we're, we're still waiting to see on that. But now we're at the main event of the evening. Um, it is Roman Reigns, accompanied by Paul Heyman and the honorary Oose, Sami Zayn, versus... Kevin Owens for the Undisputed Universal Championship. Uh, This match lasted 19 minutes and 15 seconds. Very good match. Um, Roman Reigns ended up winning by pinfall. Um, But the match wasn't the best part of this. Yes. Beforehand, I want to say this. Say this before we get into that. Before the match... We shot, saw all. We saw all them talking. The all the bloodline talking. Roman told Sammy, "I want you glued to my hip." Exactly. I don't want you doing nothing but standing there and watching. And that's what Sammy did. Um, and yeah. then and then the ref got hit and was knocked out for uh, a few minutes. And Roman then 
tells Sammy, go get a chair. And then Sammy's like, but you told me not to do anything. And I I mentioned this. I said, that that is fair on Sammy's part. It was. Because Roman told it, like you said, R- Roman, like he said, you told me not to do anything. He's like, well, I'm telling you now, get me a chair. Exactly. So, after the match, uh, here comes the bloodline. Here comes the Usos. Here comes Solo Sokoa um, coming in and just beating down Kevin Owens. Um, then Owens was handcuffed to the ropes and just kept getting super kicked, super kicked, super kicked. They, they were having a super kick party in the Alamo Dome. Um, By the then, way, never forget the Alamo Dome. Exactly, exactly. Um, then Roman Reigns was going to hit Kevin Owens over the head with a, me- with, with a metal folding chair. Uh, Sami Zayn stepped in between and told Roman that, that Kevin had enough and that... Um, this was beneath him. Exactly. And so Reigns agreed with Sammy and said, you do it. Yeah, yeah he said, all right, you know what? It is beneath me. So, um, exactly. Like, here's your, here's your final test. Well, Sami Zayn hesitated. Roman Reigns started just berating him, like, saying, well, saying, we're family. Like, look at what we've done with you. Like, he, you went from doing a, a, a comedy spot with um, with Johnny Knoxville to now you're you're at the top of the card. Um, yeah, and Toto the quit crying and started hitting him. Yeah, yeah, start, and then which then Sami Zayn with the chair shot heard around the world. Hit Roman Reigns in the back with the steel chair, which is interesting because that's how Seth Rollins betrayed the Shield when he joined forces with Triple H back when the Shield broke up. Um, which I thought was a nice little touch. Um, this then prompted the bloodline, um, specifically uh, Jimmy and Solo, to just go crazy beating down Zane. Um, and then the only one who hadn't beaten down was Jimmy. No, it was Jay. Oh, that's yeah, Jay. Yeah, Jay, the one who did not trust Sami Zayn at all to now loving Sami Zayn um, was so hurt and conflicted. He left. He left the ring. And they, Jimmy and uh, Roman were like, where are you going? Yes, and and Jay, Jay left. Um... And then Sammy was then kicked out of the bloodline that night, obviously. Um, well, update. Uh, Jay Uso, Jay Uso uh, says he's out. Yeah, 
I saw on his Instagram, as I assume most of you have, today, uh, today as we're recording this, Sunday, the day after the pay-per-view, he's posted on Instagram a picture of him from the Rumble that says, I'm out, with the blood emoji. So now Sami Zayn and one half of the undisputed tag champs are out of the bloodline. Yes. So now the bloodline consists of Jimmy Uso, Solo Sakura, Paul Heyman, and Roman Reigns, which leaves two spots open, which could be filled by Nia Jackson and Tamina. Yeah. And we, I want to bring up something that we talked about last night. All right, bring it up, man. At the trial of Sami Zayn. Mm-hmm. Paul kept on and kept on and kept on about how you can't, how Roman can't trust Sammy and all this and brought footage for him to be like, see, can't trust Sammy. Exactly. But I brought this up last night to you and you, you agreed if anybody in the bloodline can't be trusted before that point, it was Paul Heyman. Exactly. I mean, uh, he makes his money jumping to the next big thing. Yeah, because for like, what, 20 years he was with... Brock. Brock, and then all of a sudden once Brock is no longer the big fish in the company, he jumps to the next big one, which is Roman. Exactly. Um, If I was Sammy at that trial, I would have been like, look... If anybody can't be trusted, it's Paul. He's the one that's jumping from people to people. Totally agree. Um, And so that was the rumble and sort of the aftermath um, on this road to WrestleMania. So, you know, for our first Spotify question of the episode for this season, um, what would you rate the Royal Rumble out of five, five being um, it's the best, it's perfect, one being um, it was the worst WrestleMania, not WrestleMania, but Royal Rumble um, they have ever put on. Um, so, yeah, just answer that, and in the next episode, we might um, show your answer on the next episode of the Iceberg Lounge. What do you, what do you rank the Royal Rumble? Uh, I, I would rank it. I, I give it a solid four. Only That's, because of the storytelling that we have seen with the bloodline, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a five. Um, yeah. Uh, my only mm, no four point five. Four point five. Um, I'm taking .5 away because of how short Wyatt's match was and Bliss's match was. Um, I feel like those those two matches deserved more time than they did. Yeah. And see, I gave it a four because, I, similar to what you said, I think Ray and Alexa's matches were too short. And I feel like we could have had a couple more surprises for the men than we had. Agree, agree. 
So that's why I'm 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 at four instead of five. You know, like that's where I'm at with it. I enjoyed it. I liked it. But overall, there still could have been like a three or four things could have been tweaked to make it better. Exactly. Um, close to a perfect crumble, but just just a little bit, little little bit more on certain certain places on the card. And within within the rumbles themselves, and it, it would have been a five out of five. Want more content from me and Randy? Go check us out on tw- Twitch at Iceberg Gaming TTV, and it's K Town Gaming, where we stream multiple games live. We are also on YouTube at Thomas R J Engel. And K-Town Gaming, where you play three games and have other content for you to enjoy. If you want to follow us on social media, all the others, will, all of them will be in the details of this episode. Support us at patreon.com forward slash TRJI, where you can get our content first before anyone. If you are unable to invest in us, monetarily then you can you can by following leaving reviews chatting with us locking commenting and sharing thank you for the support thank you for listening to the iceberg lounge don't forget to give us a follow leave us a review and share this episode no god loves you and we love you and always remember all to god see you in the next episode <laughs>